are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Ready to get to the topic. Let's go. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. So today's episode is entitled Sticks and Stones. I know everybody's probably heard that old saying, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words may never hurt you. That's what we're going to be talking about today. The power of our words. Kid, you want to start us off? Yeah. So sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is the biggest lie known to man. I mean, <laughs> the biggest lie. Man, words hurt. Man, they they hurt. I think, I think as a kid, we kind of learned that early on that how much words can hurt. You know, um, we have there's a lot of good kids in the world, but at the same time, it's kids can be cruel sometimes. And I think we've all had somebody that says something that may have hurt our feelings or hurt our confidence. And we've probably heard good things from uh, friends or kids in our class or whatever that made us feel very well. So it's, um, words have power. It's very true. You can either build someone up or you can tear them down. And I think as a father, I really am intentional on making sure that I'm saying the right things to my son. I'm very intentional in making sure that I'm not speaking negative things on him and that I'm speaking positive things about him. Um, I always try and take opportunities to speak life into him, you know, talk about how handsome he is, how intelligent he is. Um, when he accomplishes a new goal, you know, speaking highly about that, you know, going above and beyond to make him feel accomplished. I think that goes a long way in life. The positive things, that I say to him right now, and he's like four years old, but the positive things that I say to him right now helps to mold and scope him into the man that he's going to be. So if I want him to be a confident man, then I have to speak confidence in him. That's right. You know? That's if right. You want him to not have confidence. You want him to have low self-esteem. Then you say bad things to him, not make him feel good about himself, make him feel like he's not worthy. So us as fathers, we have a lot of power when it comes to that. We can help push our kids in the right direction. And I choose to build my child up. And I know sometimes people, they, they're hesitant about speaking positive about their children, but I don't think you should hesitate at all. I think every opportunity that you get, you should try and build your kids up. Because when they go out into this world, it's not guaranteed that people are gonna try and build them up and be positive. That's so right. 
while they're in the four walls of your home, you gotta make sure you put the most positive things you can in them. And I think as you get older, you start to have a little bit more confidence in yourself where I feel like you should. That's not always the case. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times people try and tear people down because, you know, they have low self-esteem. You got to be weary and you got to be aware of people like that because people tell you down when they're hurt. We've said this before on the pod, hurt people hurt people. That's right. So sad, but true, but it happens. You got to be careful about that. Definitely. But what do you think? Yeah. You know, um, I'm glad you said it because I had, uh, I had purpose to say it. Uh, one of the first things I was going to start off with was uh, that saying, you know, we all learned that saying growing up, right? And that saying has got to be the biggest, one of the biggest lies, you know, parents tell their children, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's got to be one of the biggest lies parents tell the children. And, and I get why you, why you say it, why parents says it, because, you know, most of the time, you know, it's to try to make you feel better in the moment you know, to get over something hurtful somebody said to you on the playground. I get it, right? You know, I, I get it. I really do. But uh, when you grow up and you you get to understanding more about this world and all these different things, man, but words, words can build or they can destroy. Mm-hmm. And words can be very, very hurtful. And I think about it because of that, words coming from a stranger can hurt but they can hurt worse coming from a loved one oh yeah i mean when when somebody that you love or you think you love says something to you it can cut a heart or admire it can cut you deeper than a stranger don't get me wrong strangers can hurt your feelings with words too right Mm -hmm. but a, a loved one saying something oh my goodness I can't, I I can think of plenty of times where I've been hurt by something a loved one said. And, and, and sometimes it's not even intentional. You know, you talked about being intentional with our words, but sometimes people can hurt you inadvertently, just, just saying something, you know, and that, that can be so hurtful. I, I can think of numerous times. I mean, that, you know, I've said something to my wife that I was, I had every good intention of what I was saying and I thought I was saying it in the right way, but it hurt. It cut deep because it came from me. Right. And I I know there's been plenty of times where I've hurt my children's feelings because it came from me and how I said it, 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 it cut, it hurts. It hit different. And, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to something, you know, I, I know we've said on the podcast before, Sometimes it's not what you say. It's sometimes it's how you say it. Oh, yeah. Okay? It's sometimes it's how you say something. I know that sometimes I can be really gruff on certain things. Like if I'm frustrated about some something else, and if one of my kids asks me something or my wife asks me something, I can just give a gruff answer. I don't mean anything by it, but it's yeah. just like I'm, I'm trying to focus on this over here that's giving me this frustration. 
you coming to me with a question or or statement or something and you can just ah, yeah you know and that can hurt you know and i've i've had to go back plenty of times and say <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i said that Man. i'm sorry i apologize that i said it in that way i didn't mean it i've had to do that out of how many times i mean that's and I know you probably had to do the same thing. And I just thought Plenty about something that I did. It, won't, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I, I've, I've had to say I'm sorry this past week. You know, I hadn't had to say today yet, but I'm quite sure the day is still young. Mm -hmm. I can, I'm sure I'm going to mess up again and say something again. But yeah, sometimes it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. And like I said, you know, sometimes it's, it's all about that, that family, you know, getting hurt, saying something having a family member say something is way way different than having a stranger say something that hurts you you know yeah and man i think it was like might have been this past week and i was trying to i like i had to turn in something or i had to submit something and you know when you're like trying to submit documents and stuff like that on your phone like one little wrong touch to the phone can just exit out, especially when you're trying to send an email or something like that, or it can mess yeah. it up or it could send it. And I was trying to send this thing so I could just kind of relax or whatever. And my son, Jonah, you know, he's, he's a rough and tough little boy. He's all boy. And um, he likes to wrestle. And so if you're sitting down on the couch, he likes to stand up because he got the, he got the leverage on you. Yeah. You know? So he kind of trying to get around my head and trying to put me in the headlock. And I'm like, Jonah, Jonah, just stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, I didn't like really yell at him, but I was just like, just like you said, it was like, man, stop, stop, you know? And um, he went over there to the corner of the chair, man. He just got sad, man. And just was like, I heard his little feelings, man, just that easy. So we we had to be tender with our kids. I mean, yeah, not absolutely. trying to raise them to be soft or nothing like that, but it's like, I don't want him to feel like, I intentionally hurt his feelings. So like I had to, after I finished doing it, I had to, you know, kind of say, man, come here, man. I ain't mean nothing about that. You know, I just had yeah. to get something done, man. Like I was going to play with you, but it's just not at that moment, you know? Right. Right. He's, he's an expert with, uh, seeing when you are preoccupied with something and pick up, but when yeah. you, when you're, when I don't have anything to do and I'm like, come on, let's go. You know, that's when he finds something else to do. Yeah. You know, so, but I, I don't know, like with me, I think the thing that kind of is like over my life and I've been trying to be more open on the podcast about my struggles, you know, coming up and people say hurtful things to you, especially when you're a child and people say hurtful things to you. And I've always had a hard time with just letting things go. And we talked about on the last podcast about forgiving people and letting go. Mm -hmm. About that a few podcasts ago. Yeah. And I've had a hard time when people have wronged me or said something to me of letting it go. And it's been a process, you know, my entire life to forgive and let go. Yeah. Um, and I kind of developed like 
a general low confidence for most people, low confidence in most people. And it was kind of like a defense mechanism to protect myself. Because if you put too much confidence in people and then they disappoint you, then you become really hurt in that in that disappointment. Right. So I've, like I said, used it as a defense mechanism to protect myself and say, not have high expectations for people in general. And that's sad. And I've still, I'm still working with that. I'm still battling with that. Um, so it makes you, it makes it hard for you to trust people. And this is not anything that like my parents have done or anything like that. It's more like of people that you have just been in contact with over the years that have hurt you. And then it's like good people come into your life and then you don't give them a chance, you know, to show themselves worthy of being close to you. And right. it's, it's like a distance there that you put out even for good people that haven't did anything wrong to you and probably would never do anything wrong to you or try and hurt you. But it's just like, you just, and I've talked to you about this before where, yeah. you know, I've, I've always struggled with just putting a wall up with people. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, is that something that I just deal with or do we just do that as men, as we get older, we just make it harder for people to get into our circle of trust. I think it, it happens. Uh, I think it may happen more than what you may think. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, for some people, uh, as you get older, yeah, it is kind of more difficult sometimes to establish and have those those friendships. But I like what you said, man. You you recognize that you know, um, like that you're saying that you you have this issue and you recognize the issue, and you're trying to make efforts and stuff to change. And that, and to me, that's the first step, right? I mean, you know, I I can think of plenty of times where. Um, I have maybe been guilty of doing the same thing um, where, you know, I may want to put people in a category just so they don't hurt me. And I think that, you know, you being honest and upfront and talking about it, I mean, that that's helping other people because you're not the only one that feels that way. And I think that's a good thing. You know, that's what, that's what we're here for. That's just what, this is what the dad rules podcast is, is to design to do to help, you know, help us all become better dads and, you know, to help us become better parents. And no, I, I, I think, like I said, for me, you know, um, you know, we've moved, we've moved around quite a bit mm -hmm. and over these last, what, eight years or so. And I can definitely say <clears throat> that, you know, being away from where we grew up back home, you know, you get to meet people and you get to meet people from all walks of life. And, you know, sometimes, man, you, you, you have to open up and give people a shot, give people a chance. Now, if they wrong you, forgive them and move on. But, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with, you know, opening that door, you know, but it's it hard, does. Bro. 
Yeah, it is hard. It's I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I didn't say it was easy because it is hard. And you know, because you know, you want to guard your feelings. You talked about a defense mechanism. You're trying to protect yourself, you're trying to protect your feelings, you're trying to protect, you know, your your family from whatever hurt that may come. And that's what we do as fathers. And you know, sometimes it's hard to to get to, you know get really, really, really get to know someone um, as the older you get, you know, but you have to try, I think, you know, you have to give it a shot, you know, because look at what you're missing out on, you know, you know, what's the alternative? What what are you going to tell your son? You know, what am I going to tell my daughter? What am I going to tell my son? You know, that, you know, you shouldn't give people a chance, you know? Yeah. No, we have to, you have to give people, a chance, you know, and if they they prove themselves to be something other than what you want them to be or think they should be or whatever, then okay, you know, I forgive you, but I'm moving on. I'm moving over here, you know, and you know, just just make sure you're wise and and, and you're you're looking at things, and you're looking from all these different angles. That's the way I kind of look at it. I don't know if that answered your question, but you know. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like I'm the only person that deals with it, but you Absolutely know, not. I've I've seen where, you know, I've had, you know, good guys. And like I said, I'm an advocate for having a strong dead council. I'm an advocate for being around strong males because I feel like that makes you better. Yeah. Um, And I've seen where it's been men that have been put into my life and I felt like it was, you know, beyond the natural. I felt like it was a divine intervention in in a sort where God has put people into my life um, for the next stages. And when I, and, and they have gone like far and beyond to try and establish that relationship there. And for the most part, those guys have been good. You know, but I was very hesitant at first and they probably noticed that I was standoffish at first. Um, But it's just because of the experiences that I've had, the betrayals that I've had um, when it came to uh, quote unquote friends. Um, And we've talked about this before in other podcasts, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I have made a conscious effort here of recent to not vet people so tough before I bring them into that circle of friends, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And if you can have a good conversation with people and the vibe is good, and, and like I said, you ha- I feel like I have to depend on my um, ability to see if the people are legit and they yeah. legit want a good relationship and they just trying to bring positivity and good things to your life you know, I feel like you should go with that. Yeah. But and, it's just a lot of, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. When it comes to it because of the trash people that you've had in your life beforehand. Right. Yeah. My suggestion to that to you or anybody who may be struggling with that is to just go slow. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to rush in. You know, if you if you've kind of, maybe a little bit established like a friendship with someone and you're just kind of 
you know, eh, I don't know, you know, this, this person may, may be like, you know, giving me a vibe of how this person hurt me before or whatever. Just go slow. Yeah. Just go slow, you know, and, you know, time will tell if that person is truly for you or against you, you know, yeah. and that their words will tell you if they're for you, their actions will tell you, you know, if they're for you or against you. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, another thing you said I wanted to I wanted to kind of pivot and talk about real quick was, you know, you talked about, you know, speaking life um, and speaking confidence into your children. And, you know, that's that's something that, um, you know, I try to make sure I do as well. You know, you talked about, um, um, you know, just, you know, telling your son how how intelligent he is and how smart he is and all those different things and how handsome he is and stuff and, you know I definitely try to make sure I do the same thing I try to make sure I tell my my kids how proud I am of them and I try to use specifics like I'm so proud that you did this you know because you can easily say I'm so proud of you it's a blanket statement right but I try to say it and I try to try to make sure I say it in the moment when I see them doing something like hey that made I'm proud of you that you're that you're accomplishing your goals and I'm proud of you that you're you know, you, you got honor roll or whatever, all those types of things. Right. But, um, another thing I I wanted to say, because, you know, that helps their confidence and it gives them confidence or whatever, which is great. But I also wanted to, to just speak on, you know, something real quick about, uh, again, words build or they can destroy. We have to be very careful. I feel with, uh, with fear. Okay. Because I, I, the, way, the way I look at it, man, fear is, fear is a mind killer, right? Fear yeah. is a mind killer. Fear, fear, fear of failure, fear of, you know, the unknown, fear of whatever, fill in the blank can, can thwart so many dreams and so many things that you may want to do. You know, I was watching, um, uh, I was watching, I was watching the Karate Kid, and I forget which one, but Mr. Miyagi told, yeah, Mr. Miyagi told Daniel that you know, uh, you know. So you you've seen the movies. You you always say they kind of they kind of all go together because they're all kind of the same in a way that it's always some big bad villain at the end that Daniel has to fight in some tournament or something like that, right? And Daniel is always scared, right? And Mr. Miyagi on one of these told Daniel, he was like, because Daniel was afraid to lose. And he told Daniel, it's okay to lose, but not to lose because of fear. And so many people lose out every single day because of fear. And like, you just, man, just, just think about that. Think about how many things that you have done or not done out of fear. Yeah. You know, just think about that. And our words have power. When we're raising our kids, we're raising our sons, we're raising our daughters to be, you know, successful people in this world. And you have to speak things to them to where they're not afraid when they see certain things, they're not afraid when things happen, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they have a confidence, you know, they have some type of uh, 
some positivity that they can rely on, you know, that they can go back to and say, nope, I'm not going to be afraid. You know, I don't have a spirit of fear, you know, and, and you have to, you have to do that. And I, I think that that's, that's so important. We, we, and so many times, you know, I have to kind of get my son, you know, because, he, you know, he, you know, if you, you've heard me talk about it before, but, you know, he runs track. And right now he's, he's small for his age. And there's plenty of times where he goes out there and I've, I've have to tell him, I'm like, hey, look, these kids may be bigger than you. They may be taller than you, but you got to go out there with no fear and still go out there and compete and still got to go out there and give it your best shot, you know. And I have to kind of instill that into him every, you know, it's, I don't want to say like every single track me, but I, I kind of give him that pep talk, you know, so that he's, to me, you know, yeah, I, I want you to do well in track, you know, he likes to run and have fun and all those things, but I feel like it's, it's more of, I'm, I'm giving him gems for life, okay, that, you know, hey, you know, this ain't about, this is, this is deeper than track at this point. Yeah. This is about real life. I'm trying to teach you about life. Now, the medium that we're using it, the vehicle may be track right now, you know, and you can't be afraid to go after some job that you want just because you think that a, a more qualified candidate is going to get the job. You can't, you know, say that you're not going to approach some girl because somebody else may, you know, that you that, that you may think has it more going on or more for themselves. You know, you, you can't have like this fear that it just grips you to the point where, you know, you don't do anything. And I, I try to do the same thing with my daughter, like don't fear stuff, get out there and, you know, you know, you don't have a spirit of fear, you know? Yeah. So that, that's something else I kind of wanted to say. Yeah. Fear makes me think about freezing up. Okay. Like, if it's a big game and he said, man, he froze in crunch time. You know, he let fear take over and fear paralyzes you. Mm -hmm. And it stops you from doing the goal that you have um, ahead of you, you know? And a lot of times that fear can be triggered by outside noise. Okay. Yeah. So when he was in the gym by himself and he was shooting, you know, he was hitting every shot. Then when he got out in front of that away crowd and he heard that outside noise, he froze up. He was yeah. paralyzed in the moment and he wasn't able to finish. So what I feel like you, we kind of got to live life and, and this is what I'm going to tell my son. You kind of got to live life like you're racing. You're running a race. And say that your goal is to be at the top of that mountain. And you got naysayers saying this and saying that. And you look at, let's say you look at my son and he's just running. He seems like he doesn't see or he doesn't hear anybody saying that. He's just laser focused on that goal getting to the top of that mountain. You can't do it, you can't do it. You weak, you this, you that. And he's getting all of this noise going up that mountain to get to that goal. And when he gets to the mountain, he realize he had those earplugs in. Mm. So sometimes that's what we gotta do in life. 
Sometimes it's just it's just too hard just to block everything out. Go ahead and put them earplugs in, and and that's when you get that laser focus on what you got to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So block out those words of negativity that's trying to tear you down. Block it out. Yeah. And keep pressing. Keep going. I like that. I like that. And you hear celebrities saying all the time, they like it can be a million comments on their music video or whatever they're doing be a million comments and all of them are positive except for 50 and they go and they skip past all the positive ones and read the negative ones why do we do that yeah why do we give the attention to the negativity block that out yeah don't give them don't give them that power by giving them your attention. Just like we talk about running up that mountain and you got your earplugs in and your laser focus, your eyes are on the goal. You don't even look at those people. So people that are being negative and they're not trying to bring any positivity to your life, they're not trying to push you forward, they're not trying to encourage you. If you have to put your blinders on, and put your earplugs in and focus on what you got to get done. And don't pay attention yeah. to the people. It, yeah. But let me let me say this, right? Let me let me say this real quick. I agree with what you're saying, but it takes a mature person to and, and it depends on the situation as well, but sometimes dads when you're teaching your when you're teaching your kids and kids if if you happen to be listening or whatever i will say this there is some value into some criticism okay don't be above that you know like can't nobody tell me nothing you understand what i'm saying so like if you're doing something and somebody has some constructive criticism that's gonna help you grow and it's coming from a good place and you know what that feels like. We know what coming from a good place is, right? We we talked about stuff, you know, before, you know, if it's something coming from a good place, you recognize that, you see that, and that can help you grow. But what, what, you, what I know you're talking about right here is constant negativity, constant criticism, hating, all those types of things. But no. there is a point, there is a certain level of, of criticism coming from someone that you love, someone that's a loved one that means, means you well, that I think you do need to listen to and take into consideration. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, and that, that kind of leads me to, to my next point that I kind of wanted to make, is that we're talking about words, and we're talking about words having power. Okay. I still have to tell my son, my daughter, my wife, the truth. Okay. And sometimes the truth can hurt. Like I said before, it's how you present it, how you say it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. I can't be so worried about, oh man, you know, if I say this, it's the truth, but man, if I say it, it's, it's, 
You got to say it. You get, it's, it's the truth, you know? And I want you to grow. And if it's coming from a good place, you know, sometimes you may have to like wait for that, that, that right moment to be able to bring it up. Maybe you don't bring it up in the moment. Maybe you wait, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe it's a, a, a day later or an hour later, you know, later on in the day to bring that up. But you, you have to give people the truth. You know, we're talking about words have power. And, you know, and if, and if I know my words have power, I know if I'm speaking truth to you, and you're and you and you're wise enough to be able to listen it, listen to it, then that's gonna help you. And I have to be able to help you. You know, yeah, how yeah. I position it, how I couch it is that's all that's all nuance, right? That's all, you know, something that you have to learn to do better, you know, so it is not coming off as as disrespect or whatever. But we have to give people the truth. You have yeah. to tell people the truth. So, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm all for the truth, but I've seen too much of people saying I'm living my truth. And I just can't get into that. Yeah. I, it, to me, you know, it's the truth. And I feel like sometimes people will say this is my truth because they're trying to alter it and make it make themselves feel better about doing something that is not right or yeah. it's not what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, yeah. Live, live the truth. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I know you're not coming at me, but what I'm saying is someone living my truth is not the truth. There's a difference. My truth and the truth, two different things. Yeah. So, and it, right. it's been something that's just popular said nowadays, but you know, and and I feel like this too is like a lot of times as parents and as dads, man, we got to check ourselves even when it comes to our kids taking the proper criticism that they need, productive criticism that they need. And if your child is not coming up to par in certain areas and somebody approaches you and say, hey, man, he really needs to work on this or he needs to do this and this will make him better and i know we relate a lot of things to sports but this will make him a better person or a better athlete or or whatever the case is and you get all caught up in your feelings and say no nah, he don't need to do this and all that stuff you hinder your child's growth when you don't take that corrective or the productive criticism of your child and i feel like we we are living in a time where we even try and make our kids feel good even in their wrongs. Yeah. And I'm not for that at all. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta totally, sometimes you gotta remove yourself from the situation so you can look at it from the outside and make sure that your kid is coming up to par in every area that they need to, where you can take that productive criticism. And sometimes productive criticism hurts, but in yeah. the long run, it helps. And I've just seen so many parents, they just get caught up into their love for their child that they don't take the right advice like they should. Yeah. You know, so many times people are so caught up in living their truth that they don't want to hear the truth 
Yeah, and they're altering reality. Yeah, and because it, here's here's what it is. Here's 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 so many people in our society today are so caught up with lies that we're we're and and I would venture to say that a lot of us, at some point in time or another, we we. You you like lies. You 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 may enjoy seeing lies and and hearing lies and and all these types of things, right? You know, how many times have you done something? And like, so I know you used to play basketball. Have you ever went to a game and like you know that you played? Maybe you did not play your best game, and somebody said, "Good game." Did it make you feel a little bit better? Even though it was a lie, you know you played a terrible game, but somebody said, hey, great game, you know? And it was like, huh. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it made you feel like, huh. It don't even bother, like it just, it's, yeah. that's okay. That's okay to take, it's easy to take that. Yeah, because like, it's, but it, ultimately it was a lie, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think so many times, right, where, you know, people, they don't want to hear the truth. Right. Yeah. Sometimes people they they really don't want to hear the truth. We're so it, it man, I'm I'm trying not to step on this soapbox, but we're so we are so consumed with fakeness sometimes <laughs> that we don't want to hear the truth, you know, because we we rather we'd rather be lied to sometimes. And it's, it's sad. It's sad that we say that, you know, just, just going back to just, just words and, and their power and whatever and stuff, you know, I kind of also just wanted to real quick, just touch on, on gossip, right? I think at some point in time, a lot of people have, you know, engaged in gossip mm -hmm. and, you know, it's something that I can say that, you know, there have been times where, you know, I've had to catch myself in the middle of it, you know, oh, they said, what? Oh, I heard it. And then next thing you know, you're like, well, well, you know, and, you know, and it's funny. And one thing I wanted to say about gossip, right, is that a lot of times we make excuses to gossip mm -hmm. by saying, oh, I would say it to them in their face. No. Does that make it right? No. Does that does does that automatically make it right because you're gonna say something hurtful to somebody well, in your face? I, I it ain't all the time. It doesn't all the time have to be something hurtful. But I have been in a conversation with a friend, and and I really did the person that we were discussing at the time. I really did genuinely have love for that person. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, man, this, this, and this. And, and that's how I'm feeling about it. And if they want to talk about it, I don't have a problem with saying it to their face. But sometimes it's like, you just know that person is not built at that point to hear what you have to say, even though you are willing to say it. They can't take it. And sometimes you have men like that. They just can't take you being totally honest with them. If you ask me my opinion on the situation, I'm going to tell you what it is. And if I make that statement that, 
and I'll say it to their face, it's not all the time the disrespectful thing, but I'll tell you, bro, you was wrong for that. You shouldn't have yeah. did that. And I don't know how you feel about giving your son advice on gossiping, but it may be two different ways. And I don't have a problem with telling a girl how to handle situations different than telling a boy how to handle situations. Because let's face it, she's a girl, he's a boy. We interact differently when certain situations arise. So like my son, I, I mean, I would tell him, you be careful what you say behind people's back because that word get back to that person. With men, it's always a low level threat of violence. If you say something wrong or something sideways, there's a chance that you guys are gonna be going toe to toe physically. So you gotta be ready for that. Mm -hmm. Girls are a little different. They talk, I don't know necessarily know how they interact all the time, but it's not like men. Women can say things and it don't go to that level. Men say certain things and it's gonna go to that level. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And you know, I was sitting here thinking when you were saying that, favorite TV show of all time, The Wire. And there's a scene in The Wire where, <clears throat> so it's it's like, I think it's in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's in season five, last season of The Wire. And this this kid, his name is Michael. And, you know, I'm not gonna give a lot away, but he and his two mentors, Chris and Snoop, were having to go and take care of some business with the guy who was spreading some rumors about their boss on the street. And when they said it, when they were like, hey, we going to go take care of this problem. This guy's, you know, spreading some lies. And, you know, because of what he said, you know, and he was like, so Michael, he's kind of questioning his mentors. He's kind of like, so y'all heard? Like, y'all not sure that he said this? Y'all getting ready to go take care of this man and his whole family just because of what y'all heard? Like, y'all don't even know if it's true, you know? And so, yeah, it's it, sometimes with guys that can come to, you know, physical violence with that type of stuff, you know? And, and again, I'm, I'm not a woman, so I, I can't say exactly what women do in all those situations, but it doesn't yeah. seem like it gets to that point. But yeah, you know, men and women handle gossip differently. But uh, yeah, man, that just to me though, like I said before, um, with gossip, you know, you just gotta, you know, you still just gotta be careful. And I understand the situation you were talking about with, you know, it, it was something that was true, but I, what I'm talking about with gossip is like just spreading, you know, hearsay around, you know, and that's- Yeah. I, cause like I said, if you, if it's not from the horse's mouth, man, I don't want like, yeah, I don't can't be really a And like I said, I haven't been around women where they just like continuously going back and forth about something, and then that person said, "Well, you said this about me." And I I haven't been there. I've been there when guys say, "Bro, so what's all that stuff you was talking?" I've yeah. been there when that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can't speak for women on how they handle that, but I can speak for men. And sometimes it goes to that level. 
So like a man talking about another man and all that stuff and then understanding what place is it coming from. Yeah. You know, it is some differences there. Yeah. Like I sure. said, and then too, even with men, if you get a whiff that somebody says something about you going back to our topic, you know, depending on the confidence that you have in that man, if you have high confidence in him that he's a good person or whatever, you hear he says something about you, that can hurt. Yeah. If you was like, okay, we really want boys yeah. anyway, it don't hurt as bad. But then, you know, that animosity towards that person, it just grows thicker. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. So Absolutely. But um, you got anything else on that? And hopefully we could talk about gossip on another episode. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing I was just going to say, right, just, you know, we talking about, you know, the power of our words and we we spent a lot of time talking about uh, just, you know, how the words destroy. But words also build, too. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think about, you know, just having positive affirmations. You know, I, I've one of the things my wife and I did uh, with our son, you know, because he was he was kind of struggling in school uh year before last and so you know we just kind of got him to you know write down a couple of things that he said those in the morning before breakfast you know as he's eating breakfast just to kind of give him more confidence and things like that and you know those things work man you know his grades have greatly improved over the last two years you know despite of despite everything you know that's going on in the world or whatever stuff you know he's he's making a's and b's or whatever stuff now and that's just to me that that just goes into those positive affirmations that, you know, we get him to say that, hey, I'm smart, you know, um, I can do all things. And, you know, those those types of just, you know, positive affirmations. And, you know, it, it brings me to, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm an 80s baby, right? Grew up in the 90s. And I know that everybody, for most part, have everybody's heard of Jim Carrey, right? And I can remember back in the 90s, back like mid 90s, to me, like Jim Carrey was one of the funniest people. I mean, he's got classic movies that, you know, I just, you know, I, I think are hilarious, right? From back in the day, back then, right? And I remember hearing a story about him years and years ago that this was before he got on, you know, the show In Living Color, that he was still kind of a struggling comedian. And what this guy did was he wrote a check to himself for like a million dollars. And he dated it for like seven years in the future or whatever and stuff, right? And don't you know that with this hard work and, you know, you know, speaking positive things, you know, for himself or whatever and stuff, that when that date arose, he was able to be able to quote unquote cash that check. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that 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 goes into, you know, I know some people, they may have vision boards. Some people do positive affirmations. Like your words, again, they have power to build or to destroy. So speak those things, those positive things over your kids. Get your kids to speak those positive things as well. And, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're a vision board type person, have your vision board, man, with, with different things on it. You know, my wife, she's big on that. You know, she has a vision board of things that, you know, she's, she's trying to go and do and attain. And I'm telling you, man, those, those things work. 
They really do. And, and, you know, our words have power, you know, we can have what we say, you know, um, and just make sure, you know, you're, you're, you're doing the right things with your words. Yep. All right. That it? That's it. All right, man. We thank you guys for watching the Dad Roots podcast. We're watching and listening. And Mario E and Kid, we are signing out. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.